Welcome to Tech Talk with Rishi. Can you introduce yourself? I'm Rob Richardson. I'm a Microsoft MVP, a friend of Redgate, and I do a lot of conference speaking. I'll be speaking at NDC Porto. It's opening year next week as we record this. I'm guessing it's been on video by the time this will come out. It's a lot of fun to be able to meet with you today. I'm also a software developer and leader of some local events as well. So we were going to discuss about Vue.js as well as ASP.NET Core. First of all, can you tell us what are these two things and why did we choose them? What could we have chosen instead? Sure. On the client side, we've kind of moved into the world of thick clients in the browser. And we kind of did some experiments with Silverlight and Flash. And ultimately, you know, those browser plugins didn't work. But we really like that rich interactivity in the browser. You know, Google Maps and Facebook are great examples of these single page applications or SPAs to create that acronym. So we have these SPAs that are thick clients in the browser. And so they're JavaScript based apps. We build these JavaScript apps. And in time, you know, we've kind of moved through different technologies. We started out with jQuery and we moved to Backbone and then we moved to AngularJS. And each time we moved these technologies, we had better abstractions that made this software easier to develop and more maintainable. We've continued that journey. And now the three that stand out above the others are Angular, React, and Vue. All three of them are great choices. They learn from each other and they've all implemented some really great patterns, web components and Shadow DOM, for example, that make developing these applications easy and fun, but also make very performant applications. So why would I choose Angular or React or Vue over the others? You know, ultimately it becomes what makes you happy. Angular is based in TypeScript. And so if you really enjoy TypeScript and C Sharp, Angular may be a great shot. If you enjoy large scale problems like Facebook takes on, then React may be a great choice. React uses JSX, and so it combines HTML and JavaScript together rather than separating them into different pieces like the other frameworks. So if you enjoy that paradigm, the JSX paradigm, then React may be a great choice. Ultimately, Vue is kind of stealing the best of all of the things. There's pieces of Backbone in there. There's pieces of AngularJS in there. There's pieces of React, you know, kind of metaphors that they've taken from those. And then simultaneously, it's just blazing fast. And so kind of like AngularJS was half a dozen years ago, Vue has this really nice, gentle on-ramp where you can join it wherever you are, whether you're just starting with, hey, I need a script tag in the on my page to be able to add some interactivity, or whether you want to start with the Vue CLI and really build a full single-page web application that has a web pack behind it and can do some really interesting things with DevTools. Vue can really match where you're going there and give you that experience. And so that's why I really enjoy Vue. It doesn't try to reinvent the web. It doesn't try to shim other concepts into it, but really takes the best of all of the things that have been there and really makes a very developer-focused platform. So as a front-end application, you could definitely choose Vue, React, or Angular, or Ember. There's still some great stuff built in AngularJS, and you could probably be pretty successful there. So ultimately, the SPA is only as good as the backend that it talks to. And so as we're choosing backend frameworks, we could look at lots of things. We could look at PHP 
frameworks. We could look at Java frameworks. Node has some great frameworks with Express where we can pop up some really elegant, simple APIs. C Sharp has been my language of choice for a time. And so as uh, ASP.NET uh, rebirthed itself into ASP.NET Core, now a cross-platform and open source framework, then that's been a really great choice for building APIs. It has the strong typing of uh, C Sharp together with the great runtime that is ASP.NET. And so if your chosen framework is PHP and Laravel makes more sense, or if your choice is Node and so Express makes more sense, you know, ultimately, again, find the application, find the framework that makes you happy and really run with it. I've chosen Vue and ASP.NET Core, but in some projects I'll choose React and Express, or I'll choose Angular and something else. You know, ultimately, it needs to match the needs of the client and the project. But for our purposes today, let's dig into ASP.NET Core and Vue. I would like to add that Vue is now being used by popular companies, including Alibaba, Xiaomi, Adobe, and GitLab. So we are getting a lot of support from these companies for Vue as well. I wanted to know some use cases for when you would use ASP.NET Core with Vue.js together. That's a great idea. Use cases around this. Ultimately, when I need a marketing site or I need a online book or a news article where SEO, search engine optimization is really important, then I really need that first paint to be you know, completely done so that the search engines can see it. There's ways to trick things out where you can get the search engine to execute your JavaScript too. But ultimately, those are great use cases for having a server-rendered framework. So Vue over ASP.NET Core as an API wouldn't be a great solution. But in cases where you need great interactivity, Google Maps and Facebook are great examples of those types of experiences. I'm not sure if they use Vue and ASP.NET Core. Probably not. But when I need that interactivity, if I want a page that can render all the things, you know, I was looking at my HR application the other day. After login, I get this page that has great transitions and great validations, and I can navigate through all of the things, and I can click through all of the pieces. A travel website may be a great solution there where I grab my search criteria and I choose those things that I want to do. It goes and calls that backend API and then is able to paint that data in really elegant ways. Um, corporate dashboards are another great use case. For the most part, anytime I see something after a login, then that's a great candidate for lots of this cool interactivity and spa details. Awesome. Another question we were going to talk about was how is Vue integrated to an ASP.NET Core project? So I understand that you have an option to do it with Visual Studio itself. Is that right? That is. As I create a new ASP.NET Core application, there are various community templates that allow me to integrate ASP.NET Core and a SPA framework directly. The ASP.NET Core team shipped an Angular template early on, and so they've continued maintaining that. But Steve Sanderson built, built templates for all of the frameworks. So there's an Angular one, there's a React one, there's one that has React plus Redux, which is really neat. And there's an ASP.NET Core with Vue template that bakes it into place. And so as a 
quick start, that may be a great solution to get you going. Ultimately, none of those templates end up using the various CLIs for those projects. And so if you're starting a new project and you want to really dig into the CLIs for those projects, then another option to start off the project is just start an ASP.NET Web API project. And then separately, use the Vue CLI to kick up a Vue project. And there's some benefits and drawbacks to that. But ultimately, I generally reach for that solution because then I have the most power baked into both platforms. The downside to that, though, is that now I have two web servers running. I have the Vue Webpack dev server running, and I have the ASP.NET Core web server running. Now that's okay. I just quickly modify my Webpack config to add the proxy into my ASP.NET Core API. But that's one step that you need to do. Uh, alternatively, you could use cores and just bake in that URL into ASP.NET Core base URL into your view application and just remember to prepend that with all of your web requests. There's some versatility that comes in that. You could deploy these two things to different websites if you chose to. But ultimately, it feels like it adds a layer of complexity. And so, you know, I really like just getting Webpack Dev Server to shim into ASP.NET Core. And then I can just assume everything is running on the on the same domain. Great. I, I like your idea also. I've been using ASP.NET Core with Angular 2. So that was a bit complicated in the beginning to have everything integrated together. Another question we were going to discuss is what are the skills required to work with Vue and ASP.NET Core? That's a great question. The skills that we need to be able to dig into these two projects. In an ASP.NET Core project, I'm looking at web APIs. I'll have a lot of skills in HTTP, you know, understanding HTTP status codes, request headers, response headers, request methods, you know, is this a get, put, post, or delete? There's also options and head and other things. And so I'll get a lot of familiarity there with HTTP. And then behind that, it's all C sharp, which is really, really elegant. So I'll dig into the C sharp things and I'll create classes and methods, and I can do some integration tests and unit tests associated with that. The ASP.NET Core ecosystem is really elegant. Once I push compile, it'll validate all of my types, and that's a great first unit test to validate that I've done all of the things correctly. So on the server side, that becomes the C-sharp piece. On the client side, inside the browser, the view piece, that's written in HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. JavaScript is that major focus of programmability of features. And so JavaScript then is key. I'll still need some HTML to build up my templates, and I'll still need some CSS to make it look great. Leveraging those three skills, JavaScript in particular, I can build up these web components. What's really cool with Vue is I can have these single file components. It ends up being a .view file. And then I'll have three sections, one for my HTML template, one for CSS style sheet styles, which may be SCSS, and one for the JavaScript mechanisms in that component. And so the, that single file component, then I'm leveraging those skills to build up the details for that piece. Do you know where I can find more about uh, using Vue.js with ASP.NET Core? Is there any specific website that informs you? 
The really cool thing about all the spas and all of the backend services is they have this common barrier that is HTTP. And so the really cool thing is if I'm more comfortable with a node backend, I can still learn Vue in all of its fullness. And if I'm more comfortable with Angular on the front end, I can still learn C Sharp and ASP.NET Core in all of its fullness. I really like Pluralsight as a great resource for learning things. And so I'm not familiar with any specific Pluralsight courses, but I would look to Pluralsight for both Vue and ASP.NET Core. Vue also has really, really great documentation. And so just going to the Vue docs site and walking through their tutorials is a great way to get really, really familiar with Vue. Uh, there's also Vue.js in action, a book that is a really great tutorial for Vue. I would like to add uh, some sites that include scotch.io. There's also a blog from Hacker Noon, which I will be including in the video description. And finally, we have CodeMaze, which have a nice tutorial series on how to integrate Vue with .NET Core and MySQL. So this is also an interesting tutorial. As I understood, you were familiar with both technologies. You've been using Vue and ASP.NET Core together. So what are your likes and or dislikes about these two technologies? What do I like and not like about Vue and ASP.NET working together? I love that each is really catered to its niche. ASP.NET has kind of grown up over the last decade and a half to be a really great technology for building web servers and uh, websites. And so I love that it's a you know really solid, scalable, cloud-ready platform for being able to do all the things. ASP.NET Core then just adds so much more performance and interoperability and speed to that equation. It's a really, really elegant platform to work. Visual Studio is just great set of tools for making that happen as well, where I can dig into all of the pieces. Uh, simultaneously, I love that Vue has really a developer-focused mindset. Every design decision that they make in this API is to facilitate developer joy, to facilitate developer productivity. Both tools together then really work to make that experience pleasant to develop in. On the downside, you know, there is <laughs> there is times when crossing across those tool chains can be awkward. All three of them start to work towards a server-side rendering platform where in time I can build my non-SPA sites based on these SPA frameworks as well. And the majority of them, because they're written in JavaScript, end up assuming that you have a node backend to facilitate the, the server-side rendering piece. And so, yeah, if your backend isn't Express, then that becomes harder. <laughs> and so for the most part, I've doodled a little bit with trying to get server-side rendering working with Vue. And Steve Sanderson has done a lot of work here to try and facilitate that experience. But arguably, that's really hard. <laughs> and so, you know, for the most part, unless you're using a node backend, server-side rendering of SPA components is probably out of reach. Okay, I get your point. Another thing for me that I found a bit complex with technologies such as Angular and Vue as well, 
there's breaking changes essentially you would find that something that was previously working after you update it stopped working so is that something you also encounter i have encountered that in the past as asp.net core was kind of birthing <laughs> it went through being asp.net v next to asp.net mvc5 to eventually they realized that this was different enough and they crafted ASP.NET Core. The ASP.NET Core betas and even release candidates were kind of rough. <laughs> they made a lot of changes between release candidate one and release candidate two, if I remember correctly. And that process was really rough. ASP.NET Core 1.0 came out, 1.1 came out. And as we got to ASP.NET Core 2, then it really started, started reaching its stride. We had great tooling built inside Visual Studio. And I think for the most part now, the platform has not really had a whole lot of breaking changes. It's more facilitating features that we didn't have before. It's still uh, growing and booming in great, uh, great ways there. But I feel like from a breaking changes point of view, it's really settled down and it's, that growth has slowed down. From a client-side perspective inside Vue.js, then I feel like they also have kind of focused on that developer experience and minimizing breaking change and impact. They're in the process of rewriting Vue 2 to get to Vue 3, and they're rewriting the entire code base in TypeScript. But they've also committed that as long as you're more or less on the paved path with Vue, you probably won't have any breaking changes. It'll all be internal things that make Vue faster and easier to maintain and then offering new capabilities if you choose to move that direction. React is on 15 or 16 or so by now. Angular is ratcheting up the versions there as well. They're on seven right now. And so those seem to be moving faster, You know, more breaking changes, but Vue seems to be more settled, You know, moving more methodically. I love that their new model going forward will be request for features and they'll evaluate them together as a community and ultimately decide where those new features need to go. So hopefully the breaking changes will continue to be minimized there. A lot of companies have started to use .NET Core as their main technology. These companies include GoDaddy, there's also UPS, and then we have Alaska, there's, there's many companies that are starting to use these new technologies at this point. .NET Core as well as Vue is getting more stable. I agree. I think .NET Core is definitely a great platform and it's a great time to dive in. We covered all the questions. Is there anything you would like to share? Any links you want me to share? Ah, on Twitter, I'm Rob underscore Rich. I wish I had Rob Rich because everywhere else I am just Rob Rich. So github.com slash Rob Rich. My blog is robrich.org. And from there, you can see all the presentations that I've done recently in time, including a link to this podcast. And so you can probably see the video from NDC where I've been. I'll post that to my blog in time. And so you can start to follow my adventures there. Twitter may be the great place to reach out to me. If you're starting to dive into Vue and ASP.NET Core, or if you have a question about React and Express or Angular or all the things, then hit me up on Twitter and let's definitely dig into your problem and see if we can get a solution for you.
You provided some great insight in this podcast about .NET Core and Vue.js. I especially like the part about using Webpack as a second server configuration. This is something I will be trying also. Thank you for being on the podcast and thank you for your time. You are welcome to be on the podcast again in the future. You can just message me. That sounds great. Thanks for having me on. I had a lot of fun today.